Welcome, welcome, welcome to Adventures into Reality. Kathy Ma is off today enjoying fireworks and family. Today is going to be a call-in show, so we are going to let the wheel of callers take place. So the phone number is 347-688-2902 or 956-217-0261. Or you could add Laura Lee Solomon via Skype, but she must accept, you must accept the friend's request before you can get on via Skype. So for all you out-of-country people listening now, knowing today is 4th of July and Hermit Radio is live today, you might get through knowing that a lot of Americanos are off blowing off fireworks and eating steaks. And we are joined by our first caller, 805, your name and where you're calling from? Hi, um, my name is Kali Ray, and I'm calling from Lolita, California. Welcome. You said Kali Ray? That's right. Welcome. Well, that's an interesting name. So how did you find out about me? I was introduced to some of your work through YouTube a couple of years ago, and I've been following you ever since. Well, awesome. You kind of know how this works. You have the Acacia record of this world and 20,000 other worlds open to you. What kind of questions do you want to start with? Um... Wow. I've I've been listening to you for years and called many times and always wanted to ask you very um, intense questions. And now that I have the opportunity, I feel um, overwhelmed. But I would like to ask, I guess, is there, could you tell me what is the most important thing that I need to be aware of that I'm currently not getting? Is You're that rigid. a question? Yeah, yeah, it is a question. A question I get all the time. How rigid you are in your thinking and not giving yourself adequate self-healing and self-nurturing time. That's the most important thing for you to see that you're not actually seeing. So how do I manifest that? Because I do know that and I do see that. And I'm feeling so stuck every day with how every day you, you every day you have to learn to do something unpredictable. Right now, your your rigid patterns are so subtly embedded to you, you don't even realize that your body has a clock that's defining when you're creative and you're uncreative, and that it's creating timing for you that's not in your co-creative power with the soul being in the body. That when you do have energy, you're either at work or doing something else, and that energy is still in duality, the energy that you want to use for advancing your spirituality, advancing your knowledge and wisdom, learning about something, being out with friends and family, etc., versus having to do the slave job for X number of years so, so far. So I don't have a... a I... I feel very free. I'm actually very unpredictable in my life. And I felt I've been feeling the, I've been seeing how predictable, unpredictable this is. Like I've been sure I don't have a schedule. I don't have a day job. I get to wake up every morning and create my own reality. And that's your problem. And I'm telling you, that's your problem. You, 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 you have had that for so long. The past of you squandered it. Do you understand when I say squandered? Completely. I have regrets over it. Right. And that is what's stopping this present from being created. 
you were creating a future you weren't creating in the presence. That's really what it was squandered on. Okay. So you can no longer create in the future and you can no longer create in the past. You can only create in the present. And you may want to have a rubber band on the left hand and a rubber band on the right hand when you see yourself creating or co-creating with the past on the left hand, creating or co-creating with the future on the right hand, and make a conscious application of the separation of the duality that you're living in so that the duality is no longer creating this frequency inside you of non-success. Okay. So, thank you. That brings me to... um is this whole process that I'm struggling with part of why I was named Kali? Um, and it, I wasn't, I'm, my parents actually didn't know they were naming me that name. And it has been something that felt like a guiding light for me to follow that transformation. And Kali is somehow very deeply embedded in my relationship and my soul with this earth and with dragons and without getting into you know, a big story. I'm curious if what if what I'm dealing with and my galactic origins are are combining, and I really am focusing on what I need to get through because this is what I need to get through, or am I just totally off path here? And are not- you having are you having mystical experiences that are connecting you to the God Goddess energy? I'll be blunt. I- <laughs> I guess that's where I feel as though I have been and there's some sort of program that got installed in me that doesn't let me have that full experience, which you've talked about before. And I've been mm-hmm. working on accepting and not having that, mm-hmm. that mind come in and tell me I'm not having the experience. Well, I'll, 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 I'll be blunt again. You aren't having the experiences because that's not what your signature frequency match for. Okay. You've you've done that in other lifetimes, and your parents choosing that individual name was their inspiration at birth. It isn't yours to continue with. It is you that has to light up that torch and illuminate it every day and hold it high every day and believe in it. And at a very young age, you didn't believe in it. That's that's a lot to take in, isn't it? No, that's perfect. I really needed to hear that because I feel like I've gotten all this stuff that isn't me and it isn't. I've been really trying to sort out where am I and who am I and where's all this crap coming from. <laughs> so that's coming from what's called the lineage, the DNA that isn't yours, that was donated from your mother and father, their mother and father, and 20 generations back. So the, the, some of the mystical experiences that have happened in my life have actually been based on the lineage and that I'm a firstborn daughter of a firstborn daughter of a Native American line that has been, was um, in my, when I look at it, I see that it was has something to do with the timeline wars and bringing Earth and just the whole process Earth is under. And I feel that my soul and my soul family is heavily invested in that process. And I'm trying to figure out what that means and where I fit in. Well, you're not in one soul family. And that's something your soul figured out in a lifetime in the 1920s, where you were a part of the prohibition criminal organizations. You found out who was money family and who was blood family. 
and you also found out who was soul family. So that is when your soul realized it wasn't in one soul family, that it was simultaneous living in thousands on many different timelines. And you went through a long-term process of trying to recollect your soul shards in the 30s and the 40s so that you could be born in the ancient future under that name set, in that lineage, to claim a different form of power. What form of power is that? I'll be blunt, brewing alcohol in such a way that it becomes magic so that you can use it in ceremonial rituals to disconnect and cut cords from people who are still linked to their lineage. Yeah, I'm supposed to brew it with cannabis. I, that's what I do for a living. I breed cannabis. Well, you can also combine cannabis with alcohol. It's called cannabinale, and there's a variety of other ways, too. Yeah, um, we've been talking about it with my friend for over a decade, so yeah. So when you combine those expressions at the, at the higher levels, you are um, becoming the, the peak of the lineage. That means all the other shamans who weren't born this lifetime or all the shamanic guides who don't have people to work with full-time because they're still stuck somewhere else will come to you. You are the end of the lineage line, the firstborn of the firstborn of the firstborn. Guess what? All the angels and all the guides and guardians and medicine totems who aren't in use now fall to you. And that is why you were given that name. Because it falls to you to choose to use it so the seven future generations have a legacy they can know as ancient future now real that they can base spiritual contracts on. So that every day that there is life force being born into this world, there's an exchange of energy with the planet. And every time there's a death, a new life force comes in. And you are a part of that inter-co-creation, interconnected process. Yes, thank you. That's... So is there is the personal connection that I've been sensing while I follow your work this whole time simply because... Um, of this moment or is there, I feel like there's something about what you do for your work or who you are as a person that directly relates to my personal story. Is, is this just a feeling that I have because of no. who you are? And No, no, no. I, a lot of people experience me in the dream. And as, as a young child, I had to get used to that. People that I didn't know that I discovered, you know, as I was growing into my process, that I would meet them in the future. And you were one of those people that I met when I was just a young child. Just another caller in my psychic dreams to me. But to you, it meant something greater because you were trying to change contracts, get out of the old way, and you needed something that was a zero-point floating frequency in time that was simultaneously existing in the dream world as a giant light of saying, let's all go home. So am I, what you are to me, am I that to other people, or am I learning how to be that? All of that and more. Wonderful. Okay. So, last question, I experienced, the most of the dream I ever had in my life was experiencing a death and I was in another body. Was that mine or was that somebody else's? Tell, tell me a little bit about it so I can then tune into the actual experience. I'm on a motorcycle and it's nighttime and I'm being... Uh, pursued by assailants that are going to get me totally from the system of domination and control. And um, I end up 
I actually, it looks like Highway 9, but later in my life, I went back to that highway and I got flashbacks to that same dream because of the light was flashing through the trees. And no. I became pretty convinced that I knew who I was in life of a lot of different experiences. Okay. What that was is there was another version of you living another life on that road um, who, who went through a bigger expression. What is that? That's my baby. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I wasn't Sorry. sure if it was a baby or a bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounded like a cooing bird. Yeah. So, so it, it was you experiencing it in another in another life. You 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 almost never are just one person living on this world. Thank you. Yeah, that that um, also helps clear up a lot. So, um, is there any part of me that is? Well, I know that I've got damage going on, um, both physically and, you know, orically, but is there any part of my health in that way that I'm working with that really needs to be addressed more than anything else? Okay. So self-healing and self-nurturing is going to mean you have to really look at it a whole new different way. Whatever you were doing before was really only working at 20, 25, 35% effectiveness. So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna tell you about your health is all compression based issues, compressing yourself, suppressing yourself, doubting yourself, and that is the major trauma that you need to begin to release so that you can come out of the post traumatic spiritual stress syndrome you've been under. Okay, I describe it that way because your mind is immediately looking into one direction instead of allowing thousands of directions. Yeah. Okay. That is that is what you you're healing yourself from. So what I can recommend is something like cranial sacral therapy where they unravel all the fascia in your body and then look at the mechanics of your body as you walk. And you understand that the old mechanics is what kept you trapped in the old mindset. And that learning new posture, being disciplined with it, Understanding your footsteps, actually going and putting, you know, putting, you know, watching your footsteps, maybe go into a beach or sand or something and actually see how your footsteps look and then see your mechanical structure. And then obviously protecting the four corners of the bed are, are going to be vitally important to make sure that you can imprint a new mechanical function in yourself, which is correct posture not falling back into the old habitual patterns of thinking in mono, mono concepts. You're too much of a multidimensional being to be stuck with these mono, mono concepts. I feel frustrated by it frequently and I don't, it's almost like I, as you said, compressed myself so much just to have this existence in this, you know, three-dimensional world and maintain because that. You, because you had to conform what your mom and dad were telling you. Yeah, I remember life before conforming. That's what I want to ask you. What, can you remember the, the, the roughly the time era where you, could, you said, I'm conforming, I have no other choice, I have to do this? Pretty young. I think I was like four. Can, can you visualize yourself in, that, in your mind right now? Yeah. Just about to make that choice point. 
this is this point in your mind is where you need to start sending self-healing and self-nourishing rituals where you loving yourself enough to open a portal into your heart to that vision of that girl that's about to create the compression field. Yeah. You make that sacred, you make that hours long, and you tell that girl, you're the ancient future. Here is all the things that you're going to run into, all of the issues with your mom and dad. You are the oracle of the future to her. If you should choose to make it sacred with your own heart portal linked to her. Yeah. Tell her your whole story. You have that right as the ancient future now being. And you will heal yourself. And you will heal your clarity and your misunderstandings from previous lifetimes. You will once again realign yourself to that thirst of the first baby inside you that, that took their first breath of life here. The first slap on the butt before the injections where you're out of the womb and finish the great forgetting. Thank you. And go back to those moments and be the ancient future oracle connecting to that being who just came out of, the, out of the womb. You've earned that right by being born to have access to that infinite energy. And let nothing external tell you otherwise. Thank you. That's, there's, of course, a number of other questions that I Keep on going. Have. Keep on going. Okay. Keep on going. What do you got? My, my, next, my next question is actually totally off that topic. Um, I've been curious as to the origins of Lyme's disease. Um, my father has it, and um, just watching him struggle has... I've had a lot of questions about that particular disease. Okay, so you're talking about Lyme disease that comes from ticks and deer and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay, so that is just the name of where it came from. Lyme disease like that has been around for many, many centuries. Um, it was weaponized by a variety of esoteric organizations in the mid-1700s um, to be a disease and plague carrier. And many, many Expressions of this were purposely released into the wild with no care from those esoteric practitioners because they had a cure for it. Its purpose okay. was to find people that are high frequency and naturally the, the, the things that are infected with it will radiate to high frequency beings to look to be healed and on them comes the ticks and the insects and the plague carriers. Is there any advice you would give to somebody um, on a spiritual level who's um, suffering if they're, from Lyme? If they're suffering from Lyme disease, my, my first recommend, recommendation is that they have to understand they're going through a neurological scenario and that guided meditations that create new synaptic nerve endings from the medulla connected to the left brain to the right brain that follow down into the arms and the legs, re-illuminate the meridian system, and then reconnect to what's called the wellsprings of life. That is what Lyme disease is trying to do, is disconnect you from the wellsprings of life at the synaptic nerve ending level. So creating healing meditations that they can regularly do on their own to kick in their own placebo power to begin to slow that pro degeneration process down. 
And then the next thing is a high volume of cannab- cannabinoid CBD intake with a decent volume of THC because without the THC, you're never fully doing that. So you can have them juice the cannabis raw plant, you know, let it grow to six, seven, eight weeks where it's just starting to be buddy or maybe a little bit more buddy and it's oily. Cut the plant, put it in the juicer and have them drink it twice a day for six weeks and make sure they take regular THC. Um, combine that with um, the rituals and the prayers that come with doing something sacred that each each time you consume the cannabis plant that you pray over the bud that's going to be juiced, you pray over the juice itself, and you empower it with those guided imageries of reconnecting the synaptic nerve endings, stopping degeneration, and allowing the wellsprings of life once again to not go dry. Six weeks of juicing should give him 12 weeks of some higher form of quality of life. Okay, and then the next question I have has to do with the work here I do with the land. Um, I know I'm in a pretty neat spot geographically and that it guided me here. And I've been, um, I do a lot of work with, with the land itself. And I know that there's a ley line running through here, whatever you want to call it. There's a pretty decent energy channel. But um, some of the information that I keep getting is kind of, I don't know how else to put it except that it's going to freak people out because I know that there's, I keep hearing, it keeps telling me that we're, we're in for some pretty decent sized earth changes from human standpoints, although not major compared to the earth. And that this whole Northern California coastline, the whole Cascadia subduction zone is going to shake and we're going to see a lot of water movement. And I was just wondering if you had any comments on that from the earth's perspective. I think nothing is set in stone, and I mean nothing. Right now, right now, the system can only create about 90 days into our future. In the previous years, it could create five, six, seven, or ten years into the future. That's how limited the system is. And the system is intimately and implicitly interlinked the position of the continents based off of their esoteric rituals that define location of ley lines. So when there are the expressions of mountains saying things are going to move, it is the ley lines of energies that are going to move and no longer adhere to the magical ley lines that were force created on them during the last earthquake cycle in 1906. That's that's awesome. That's exactly that really, you know, I see so many things and I don't have the um, DNA technology, as you put it, to really um, translate them. They're on the peripheral and I can't, I can't, it's almost like I'm reading writing in a different language where I can kind of get the idea of the writing. I, I, yeah, I can yeah, kinda, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So another so way, another way to describe it, if a ley line from the ocean now comes on land, you will see water. Oh. But in your spiritual sense. I've had visions, like really intense visions in previous times when I was um, under, I, I, was, I was under the influence of psychedelics. So I wrote off the experience with the psychedelics, but, you know, which I, it doesn't make them any less real. All right, that is okay, our music. music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hold on right there. All right. 
And we are back. Kyle, are you still there? I am. So where were we? Um, I was, I had actually gotten kind of sidetracked in terms of what I wanted to ask. I was going to kind of tell a little bit of a story, which maybe I shouldn't do with what limited time I have. I, I would like to actually ask, um, I have been studying astrology, um, not traditional astrology. It's actually called Atlantean astrology. And um, I, it actually does kind of relate to the story I was telling, which I at one point experienced a pretty intense vision that I was able to discern later with a moment of like parallel world bleed through where I, you know, I wasn't, I was seeing a vision, not of the future of the past, but as a parallel and I keep feeling that with the soul level Atlantean astrology, that it's multidimensional enough where I'm really, I'm getting information that might not always be relevant to this timeline and it situation. It isn't. It isn't. Okay. Now, yeah. I, I, when it comes to the common colloquial expression of Atlantean astrology, mm-hmm. is a, it, it's here as a representation, but the Atlanteans had their vor- version of astrology, as did the Lemurians, and it was not just based off of the imprints of the stars on this planet, but all other planets you had soul shards or bilocated parts on were a part of your astrology. So if you created a bilocated version of yourself that was on a spaceship flying to somewhere else to go do something, that also was a part of your astrology. Oftentimes, Atlanteans could have 30, 40, or 50 versions of themselves bilocated to complete tasks. So their astrology was vastly more complicated. So with the astrology that I've been working with, it actually does change um, a lot of the ideas that modern astrology that in Western ideas it's, it's has. Att- it's, it's, attempting, it's attempting at challenging the race amnesia is it something that is helpful for me to keep incorporating with yeah 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 it's it's inspiring you right now and you just have to realize it's challenging your race amnesia does your race memory go back 1000 years 5000 years or does it peak at 55 and maybe just tiny little glimpses of what may be at 60,000 years I chose to challenge my race memory to go to 54 million years and then to 12 billion years, knowing that the lineage that I'm born in has all of the information. It was just a matter of me seeing it in the code that it is and then learning how to translate it through this body, through this mind, through this I am living in the now, which is what your Atlantean astrology is trying to do for you. It may be, you know, first grade math right now, but in a year of practice, you might be at advanced differential equations in your own expression because you had a number of aha moments that led you to the next level. Is there a way for me to um, guard against, or I think that's not the language really, is there a way for me to really be clear about which frequencies I'm working with and be aware of when I'm bringing in frequencies from other timelines or parallel realities that aren't relevant to the now. Well, it's coming down to conscious application of the sacred or conscious application of the recreation for you. You have to make a determination if what you're doing is slightly recreational or is important enough to your journey to make it sacred. And being make it sacred means you ritualized it 
you ceremonialize it. So all of those protections and discernment factors and guides and guardians are in place out of your habitual pattern of self-creation with the system. Does that make sense to you? Yes and no. I'm, I find myself struggling with the difference between taking joy and pleasure and ceremony no. and uh, being uh, serious. You're, 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 you're missing the fundamental point. So I'll, I'll ask it another way. Is calling this show for you a sacred moment or a recreational moment? Sacred. Okay. So every other time you've called before it was sacred or tried to call it. Yeah. Is listening to what I do sacred to you? Or recreational? I would have to say that I definitely have done it as both. Correct. There is where your fine line of some of your own material that you want to study on, you don't realize how subtly you're influencing recreational or sacred. And there's a lot of gray lines that I see inside you that are half sacred, half recreational. And that is where you, the person that is going through self-healing and self-nurturing, need to recede back to the original person who began the journey. Okay? And make a clear separation of old memories. You know, yeah, I wasn't doing that sacredly. Because when I say sacred, under my definition, meaning you've done ceremony and ritual days ahead of time, instead of deciding, oh, I'm going to turn on the skill and do a five-minute ritual and, and I'm ready to go. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You can't just have a mood in the middle of the day and go and do a 10-minute ceremony and make it sacred. You, you aren't there yet. Something's still blocking you. That is why there has to be a clear, definitive breakage between recreational and sacred. And there is where you'll begin to have the victories and aha moments over your sympathetic, your parasympathetic body that are trying to run your reality to be static and unchanging. Yes. Like literally, one rubber band sacred, one rubber band recreational on each hand. So that you can have that visceral understanding of separating the two. Yes, it's light and dark, but it's, it's going to be the greatest teacher for you. Because when you're in recreational time, you will let down. And then you will learn to create sacred recreational time. That allows you to have some gray areas and to have fun. But right now, your soul and the polar opposites, you don't realize some of the things that you've been working with are that middle shade. <laughs> yeah. Darling, I've got to move on to the next caller. You've been really fun. <laughs> well, thank you so much. <laughs> All right. I hope to. Um, I thank you, and we'll move on. And I would just like to um, uh, say that I hope this is not the last time we speak. I'm, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. And when you go back and listen to the replay, you're going to hear me talking to you a month from now, a year from now, reminding you that there's a whole bunch of things. All you have to do is simplify in your life, self-healing, self-nurturing, get that cranial sacral, decompress yourself, find your choice points when you make negative choice points that affect you today, like the little girl who decided to be compressed, and send healing energy to them, guided meditation energy to them. And when it comes to brewing your own alcohol, 
you know, you have it built inside you that you can become a fantastic mystical shaman when you combine the alcohol with your actual healing rituals and prayers you do. And it's not meant to be drunk. It's magic. Right. All right, darling, you take it easy and have a great day. You too. All right. I'm going to move on to move on to the next caller I believe is Brandon. Are you there? Hey, Andrew. Yeah. I'm hey, here. hey, Brandon. How you doing today? Uh, a lot better than yesterday and the day before that, that's for sure. Um, oh, very cool. So, how are you? I, I'm doing good today. It's been a little while since I've talked to you. The last time I talked to you, I think, was on Douglas's show. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like that. So, I've been doing a lot of um, Douglas's show lately. And um, the last one, we were kind of under attack, under sabotage, under. Um, very quite evident that I was under some kind of um, um, jumbling of my mind, my physical body, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't express myself clearly and articulate myself clearly enough. And I've no, I've listened to a lot of your shows, <clears throat> and like you're spot on. I don't know how you are, but you're spot on about everything, including like things like corners of the room, which I rarely hear about anyone talk about. But you say them as a matter of fact, you know, because they are a matter of fact. Yeah, and, they are. They're, they're the reality facts. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like it's really neat to have somebody just like, you know, like this is the deal. This is how it works. And bang, you know, it's just it's just it's just very it's a rare quality. So um, I was wondering um, if there are any sort of techniques that I can do to sort of build up um I don't know, just like um, my physical health and healing and and blocking the uh, negative energy. So can you give me a description, a little more description? So you were stumbling over your words. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to do is actually tune into the Akashic record of what was going on in that moment, and I'll give it some definition, and I'll I'll see. Uh, There's a lot of deprogramming things that we can do because it's already in the past. So just describe it real quick. Oh, okay. So – I was on with um, Douglas Dietrich and um, Amanda Ute and Laura Lee and uh, Douglas, of course, and we were talking about um, the attacks that a certain person has um, been throwing our way um, and um, threatening uh, and stuff like that. And I was feeling incredibly out of place and out of mind and out of Dry mouth at all? Um, really think maybe, yeah, I'm, you know, a little bit, I guess. Um, I didn't really notice, probably because I was dehydrated. Okay. Um, itchy face or, 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 or numbing itchy face. nose, itchy nose. For All sure. right. So, so that was a remote influencer. Oh, wow. Okay. And, um, yep. And so it, it seems like something was going on. I knew it. You know, I'm very sensitive to that thing, and it still goes on, it's still lingering. But it's well, it's it, it, it's it's because you have an artificial intelligence that's that's targeted your reality, and yes, it's being guided by a sentient being. So, mm-hmm. what this artificial intelligence is doing is trying to pretend to be an artificial sentient being. It's trying to pretend to be one of your your guides, guardians, so that it can find a an, an anchor into your reality one step at a time. It's an endurance battle. Um, I see this frequently. Sometimes there's 40, 50, or 100 remote influencers targeting one person. And for you at this point, I want to I wanna actually have you read something. It'll take you about 
four minutes to read. Mm -hmm. But during this, I'll be able to clear out the frequency that's, that's mm -hmm. affecting you right now. So okay. inside the Skype chat, there is there. It's a little long. Don't don't be perturbed by it. If you want to copy it and put it into a bigger text so it's easier to read, yes, what yeah. I'm going to do is uh, illuminate an energy around you and begin cutting the artificial sentient cord so that it can no longer affect your base reality. Okay. And from that, at the end, we'll we'll get a big revealing of who it is, what it is, and I can then give you a more. <clears throat> directed plan to recovering your kundalini health because it looks like right now it's trying to target your right sacronella and draw your tailbone to the fully to the right um, when that happens your c6 yeah. your c7 and your l1 and l2 will come out of alignment which will cause massive issues with brain swelling in you again and you cannot go through brain swelling again all right okay so i'm to read this now yeah out loud Okay. Kind of slow with a little bit of bravado. Okay? And there's nothing in here that's negative. This is all bringing you back to sovereignty and power. All right. Here we go. I, in the present, ever-present moment of now, choose to form a multi-layered spiritual court of equity for the express sovereign purpose of reconnecting me with soul chards who have been lost in time through the acts of others, disconnecting the social system of time from consciousness living on the surface earth. All beings who have erased, altered, destroyed, or redefined our history with false inflections or perspectives foreign to our race, memory, are hereby given notice. Your services are no longer required. From this point forward, and backward through all perspectives of time, I break all contracts and subsequent prediction-based contracts. Contracts. I enact the universal claim of tort. What is your authentic signature frequency of universal place of space-time? Your soul spark came into existence. You have violated me for the last moment of ever-present moments. You are hereby banned and banished from all my realities, all dimensions, time, streams, galaxies, universes, and voids, space in which I exchange energy. I bind all acts against this, and I am presence to every spiritual court of equity I have ever created. I enact the universal requirement of your source time frequency. Without it, you have no experiences with me. You are not real. I do not exchange energy with beings who are not real. If at any point of time, matrix, a form of consent was given, granted, or assumed by some hierarchical authority, that this I am presence is not fully aware of is now revoked with sacred neutral prejudice. So complete and total disentanglement from universal drama, galactic drama, or earth drama. I make this definitive statement for a reason. We cannot live in a solid point of reality that has no sole source function for the, pres for the quote, I am presence. The DNA technology was never meant to function in this manner. The process of gene engineering has created a paradox of self-incarnation in reincarnation, 
that has created a separation of soul density that is not within the divine co-creative power of the self and equal co-creation with the earth mother's realms that use other source time codes. With this knowledge in the ever-present co-creative moment, I connect to the Akashic Records of 20,000 light frequency worlds. I assemble all source time codes from all non-linear concurrently running spiritual courts of equity. I expanded my knowingness to recognize all residue, res, residual images of other soul family members outside this frequency of time. I now share with the all my call to all sources of sources. I call to my sacred space of internal healing. I call to the four elements of the earth mother's realm, air, fire, earth, and water. I call to the seven directions that protect all sacred space of all unity consciousness and collective consciousnesses. Creations existing in Earth Mother's realms. I call forth all unified collective consciousness. Creations with the, sig with the source identified authentic signature frequency of the universal place of space time, the collective consciousness. Creation came into existence. I call forth all an ancestors of all true source relations. Old sacred neutral space in this multi-dimensional spiritual court of equity. I call forth all observers using unentangled observer technology that manipulate in one or two or three degrees of separation. I connect all of you to all identified collective consciousness creation so that you may be observed by your seven future generations. I call my sacred medicine spread. The healer's tools have been laid out in ceremonial fashion. We are the dream. We, the dreamers of the southern skies, call out to this moment. I am in recognition of ancestors of the blue road of spirit waiting for us to acknowledge their present presence as I am being different in a different form of time. I choose at this moment to engage in my sacred heart space to connect to the dreamers of the southern skies. I unify my dreaming presence with my I am presence. I make this super technology of communion and union with all sentient, kind, living, and coexisting Earth's dreaming mind. With this now action, of no time and dream space, I call forth the ancient future. Now, seven generations, incarnations of myself and soul family. So this I am may begin to tell the tale of ancestors past, present, and future. I am a being of love, created through love, with love. I continue to create the space of knowingness. So all beings may seek and find inner peace and solace through dreaming. I set out the dreamer's tools in my sacred dream space. I set out the shaman's healing bowl, engraved ancient sequoia wood with pictographs 
of the turtles and the stars. I set out the shaman spirit rattle. The shaman spirit rattle. So the rhythm of my dream, of dream, is felt in all layers of, all, of the self. I set out the rites of passage, victory fe that feathers. I set out the last part of what is future self calling home now. I speak to the crystal and mineral community. These words of unity. The time is now and the power is you. In the moments of no time now, I go deep into my shaman's rattle, seeking the next words of life. So two-legged can perceive more of the dreaming world around them. I shake the rattle to send away the mind whispers, telling us it's not real. I go deeper and deeper into the world of dreams, finding myself, finding my dreaming self from a long time ago. I greet myself with this message to all ancestors. The time is now and the I am presence is here to assist all of nature to find its remedy, its remedy and resolve with all creature kind in the dream space of earth realms. You, who is Mother Earth manifest, I call to you in dream time, I am self-presence. I ask you to aid me in my understanding my star brothers and sisters who dream a different dream space, still linked to our dream space of spaces. Earth Mother, who is the galactic seed planet of the ancient legends, before recording of universal Akashic records of sentient free will. I call to you to come out of ancient dream space to become one again with your will, your children, to heal the many worlds interacting with our I am presences embroiled in the resolution of universal karma. I assemble, I assemble all master time codexes forms, form multiple nonlinear spiritual courts of equity and place them in this master location of, in a hierarchical order to create space of all time codes within the system. The space is my spiritual medium to all other frames of sentient existence. This space of all time is where we become the mediums of time and begin the process of translation of emanations of the past to future, calling ourselves home to the ancient present now. This ancient moment of the present now is at a hand. I see my infinite choices and potentials. Now I activate and actualize every single infinite points and potentials. I manifest them directly in all time space so I may see every line of creation that leads to global dream time awakening for all species, kind, living, and coexisting Earth Mother's realms. Ancestors in all linear and nonlinear concurrently running multidimensional spiritual courts of equity with all source time codes of all sentient non- entangled observers as sacred neutral witnesses witness 
I co-create my own value-based in-lifetime to lifetime experience with those who share my reality and sovereign neutral expression of do no harm to all sentient life living and co coexisting with this signature of frequency of being at this ever-present moment of moments i say these sacred words to all of the universe i drop old robes and accept my universal citizenship as a source as source concentrated incarnate this being of the now makes manifest signature frequency of being i call to the galactic central sun of this galaxy and all the galaxies i have existed in i ask you to come into every single spiritual court of equity i have ever created to act as a sovereign neutral auditor of time space existence i ask that the master collective consciousness of all galaxies come into my sacred space of sovereign reality to speak the universal truth to all ancestors present in the ever present present moment of now moment yeah it kind of cut off kind of well. that was a tremendous amount of healing energy that came into you Ooh, thank you wow I, I, I could think feel I must, it. I can I'm, feel I think, it. I think I must have cut 500 cords off of you. What does that mean? People observing you not on this timeline. Oh, okay. People in your lineage past mm -hmm. um, who are in competition with this Brandon Young, other versions of yourself who have esoteric knowledge and wisdom who aren't exactly the good guy. Mm. Um, there are about 30, 32 that were on this timeline that are – are projecting at you um, compression, suppression, and regression and depression energies. That's as if it's their spiritual contract, whether they were influenced to taking that up or not. All right, hold on, uh, Brandon. When we okay. we're on the music, we'll come back to you right after the break. Thank you. Hold on. And welcome back, everyone. Brandon, are you there? I'm here, Andrew. Thank you. And that was a lot of powerful energy that went into you. Uh, yeah. Uh, while I was reading it, you know, it's just um, it, it really. I think everybody resonated with it, and um, in fact, I started getting you know chills while I was reading it. I don't know if you could hear that, but um, oh, I could feel, feel it. it. I, I feel at it. that yeah. at that point, I was disconnecting a tremendous amount of energy <sighs> that you worry about personally, so that you could just say the words. But the rest of it is like you called from the beginning. You were having interference, remote influencers that were doing stuff to you. Mm -hmm. And when you got to the point where you were making the super technology of communion and union is where I kind of stepped up the no time field around you. So your actual, your angelic beings and guides and guardians that were being blocked to you, blocked to getting to you because part mm -hmm. of yourself was in a false dream world, which is what they were using to actually attack you. Hmm. They weren't doing it in time. They were doing it through dreaming. Hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. So what else were you feeling when you came to the end? Did you feel a completion? Um, only because it, it kind of cut off uh, at the very end. Um, it didn't completely complete. But um, yes, I did uh, generally have um, a sense of completion. Actually, you know, quite early on. It was like, you know, this was... 
pretty succinct enough, but it, as it went on, it got built up strength to right. a coda, almost like a musical, like, uh, or, you know, and then mm-hmm. came down to, a, yes, definitely a, some sort of like uh, spiritual contract completion. And yeah. um, I felt immediately like shivering and um, tingling in my feet, which I know is a very sensitive area. And I feel like a great weight has been lifted, you know? So the, the, that's one part of the weight. Now I want to help you let go of the next part of the weight. So in the chat room is a link to my website. It's to the insights page. And when you click on that, you're going to see, you're going to see six revocations there. So you just, you just did one that's not public there. I want you to go to the one that says revocation for the divine masculine. <clears throat> okay. okay. This is going to complete your process of stopping these three, these three dream remote influencers who are physical people living now from being able to harm you anymore. Okay? Okay. Okay. Now, I, I have great respect for Brandon and the work that he does with Douglas. And for me to be able to do this um, and to be able to do this spiritual work is, is one of my great joys because, I have, again, I have a great respect for people that are telling a truth at a world when people don't want to hear a truth. Exactly, yeah. And the individual power that you will get from just reading these things on this station in which the nature of where you were attacked is going to send ripples and waves through everything that has ever sent you negative energy. And it is going to put them in this expression of a spiritual court of equity. It has all that placebo belief that your lineage has. Mm. I know how old your lineage is and all the stuff that it's done. Mm. And you can begin to use it to advantage with these out loud words that you're about to read in the sacred masculine revocation. I'd like for you to read it out loud. It'll only take you a couple minutes and I'm going to go back into the same energy and we're not going to get cut off this time. And I'm going to assist you at the end so that we're going to permanently seal with a hot branding iron any of these cords so they can't get back to you. Okay. Uh, Revocation for the sacred masculine. Here we go. Let's go. Click on that. Hopefully this doesn't connect me, disconnect me from Skype. Um, Okay, let me get into correct posture. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Take your time. Okay. Okay, here we go. Revocation for the sacred masculine. I call to all spiritual contracts that exist. Within my past, present, and future beings, selves, and existences in this dimension and time stream, all time streams above and below the Earth-centric sine wave of coexistence. At this exact moment, in ever-present co-creative moment, I summon all DNA lineage ancestors to create a unified proper spiritual court of equity so that so i may find remedy and resolve with all contracts that have inserted fine print during the pre-birth birth and puberty process i call forth the proper spiritual court of equity to hear my decree of contract removal i call forth all ancestors of all soul relations to hold space in the spiritual court of equity i call to Earth Mother and her light Denzians within all inner and outer space to come forward and occupy the spiritual court of equity. Great mystery 
who is the source of all power, I call, I call to you. Come with your sacred synchronicity so that all beings may hold space with unity consciousness. I call to the great spirit who lives within great mystery. You, the powers of earth, of mother earth manifested, I call to your wisdom in this I am moment. Bless me as I walk this sacred soil. Bless me as I breathe your sacred air. Bless, bless me as I warm myself with sacred fire. Bless me with your sacred waters of life. Bless me as I learn to walk with personal power. Today, I travel the great unknown. Grant me the wisdom to be humble. Grant me the wisdom to love, even when love is not returned. Grant me the knowledge to balance my way of being so I may heal my family, my tribe, my nation, and our Mother Earth. I am ready to invoke my natural rights as sovereign male being, born to Earth Mother through a womb of sacred feminine, who is also born this way. I invoke my natural rights as a being of Earth Mother. I was born under the natural laws. With this wisdom of my natural birth, I now reclaim my place in the natural world. I revoke all energetic contracts with all people I have had sex with that was influenced by propaganda-based media or pornography. I return myself to the zero point of the fetus in my mother's womb. I revoke all contracts with all perverted sacred masculine mystery schools who have operated with false information, who have created a patriarchal dominated society. I cancel, cure, and delete or delete all contract that perverts the sacred masculine during the birth canal phase of life. I revoke all spiritual contracts that create a sense of com competition between the male species when dealing with any sacred feminine expression. I revoke all cultural taboos that create emotional dis distancing from women. Hmm. I revoke all perverted spiritual contracts that place me in this incorrect sex that I chose before my birth. I revoke all contracts that create perversion of the male expression of sensual behavior. I revoke all contracts that house, hold, or store my sacred masculine energy to promote male-dominant sports, activities, or entertainment that demoralize or degrade the sacred feminine. I revoke all systems of patriarchal domination of the family unit. I return all definitions of family to the earth mother. So remedy and resolve can be endeavored between all families now healing the patriarch concepts. I revoke cultural contracts incarnated, I incarnated or reincarnated that create a male dominated society structure. I return the sacred feminine to its right and proper place as equal partners in this co-creation experience of life. I revoke all spiritual contract with all religions I have existed in that do not give full rights, duties, and responsibilities and total equity to the sacred feminine and masculine. I revoke all spiritual contacts and retain me in any way, shape, or form or force me via soul contract to serve in war. 
I delete all patriot programming that creates lust for war. I revoke all spiritual contracts that define the male as war-oriented. I revoke all spiritual contract with governments that I have served during all times of war. I revoke all spiritual contracts that create a war-based male-dominated military-industrial complex. I revoke all contracts that create male-serving slash servicing sex industry that dominates women in any way, shape, or form. I revoke all spiritual contracts that create a sense of uncleanliness within my sacred masculine expression. I revoke all contracts that keep me trapped in shame, blame, or guilt created by the perverted masculine or perverted feminine personalities. I revoke all contracts with the incubus and succubus grids I may have dealt with in all my past, present, and future lives. I hereby banish the entire incubus and succubus grid from my reality in all eternity, for all eternity. I hereby revoke my entire citizenship to all re represent representations of kingship, dictatorship, religious monarchies, religious councils, or representative representative government concepts. I hereby permanently remove myself from all Dreamtime societies interwoven within with the system of domination and control that caused the erasure of our oral teachers slash historians throughout the entire indigenous world. I hereby revoke every decision I have ever made while in service to the system of domination and control. All decisions made for by a male soul contract holding representative of government are now placed in proper spiritual court of equity with all ancestors present so we may find remedy and resolve, not justice or judgment. I now state with full sovereign conviction that I am now fully present in the almighty, in the mighty I am self. I declare from this point forth, I now operate with a permanent spiritual court of equity when relating to healing the divine masculine or feminine, so perversion never re-enters my field of expression. I hereby declare that Earth Mother is now in dominion with me and for all forms of interpersonal relationships, for all sentient kind existing and coexisting on Earth Mother's realms. I call forth all the ancestors to honor this reading of my free will and enter it to the earth Akashic record for all sentient kind to understand our freedom comes with the use of free will at all times. The end. There we go. I'm sealing these these cords that are trying to connect and, and harm you. Mm -hmm. And one cord was right in the back of your neck, right where your medulla is. The other mm -hmm. cord was around your left kidney and the other one was around your left knee. Do you have injuries there from a car accident? Um, not from an, well, from an accident, but not from a car accident. Um, and it was with this, yeah, around the hip area. Yep. Okay. Right now I'm erasing these, deleting these, and not preventing preventing them from coming back. So the the healing energy that went on for you right now was you generating your own power and having something put a protective barrier around you so that the lightning storm doesn't steal that power from you. 
It's mm. like every time you built up power, you know, five bolts of lightning would come and take away your power points. Every time you built up the dynamo of your inner strength, something came and sapped it from you in a dream world. Right. Every time you stood up to some form of, of wrong in this world, something stood up in the shadow and began slapping you around. Right. Well, that was an artificial intelligence pretending to be an artificial sentience with a being behind it that's sending it towards you. Mm. So I want you to be very aware over the next three or four days that you don't bring those back. Do you have a, a hot springs around you or a headwaters at all anywhere around you where water um, comes out of the ground, even an artesian well? Yes, yes. A little bit north of me, yeah. It's really important that you go and spend, even if it's a couple hours in the next three days, with that energy. Okay, yeah, I was going to Try to that. do a meditation there. Try to absorb as much energy coming out of the ground as possible. Okay. Swim in it if you can. Okay. Then the next thing is it's really important that over the next couple months you understand that these things will try to create new fake dream worlds. Mm. These things will try to do it again because you're not going to stop your process. Mm -hmm. You're not going to give up. Mm -hmm. With that knowledge, you must create a spiritual agenda that uses the words you learn today so that when you do go on air that you're not affected that you can build up this dynamo of energy and create a, a frequency of words that's always in your aura, no matter what is trying to influence or send messages to you, it must get through the power of your voice in that moment, suspended in no time, because you have the power of all space-time available to you. You know you are the conscious manifester of your reality, and you cannot let others outcreate you anymore. You must summon the inner general within and create a defensive energetic plan that uses remedy and resolve and spiritual courts of equity to entangle beings that are entangling with you so that the ancestors drag them away to infinite realms to deal with their infinite dramas so it can no longer affect you. Be very willing to cut energetic cords with anybody that might be sending negative energy to you even though they're a friend that you're not, you're not going to end your friendship, but you must be willing at any moment to cut an energetic cord if you feel something is using someone else to get to you. Mm -hmm. And yes, people are pawns in this game. And you can create energy words that allow you to cut a cord with them that does not create harm but allows an exchange of love but it's not to the thing that's running them at a very subtle level taking control of your reality at the most basic functions of it, where your bed is, those four corners of the bed, I would have you read the artificial intelligence and sentience and create a, an object of prayer that will go at your four corners of your bed. Mm. And I would put, you know, maybe read it five or six times and then put it there and sleep and see how you sleep. Mm. Um, you're going to be discovering over the next three days, dreams are going to be really weird for you. You are going to have angelic beings and guides and guardians that haven't been able to communicate with you in quite some time knocking on the door. Okay? Mm. okay. And it may be extremely confusing because you may only remember bits and pieces of what's going on. Right. So while you were reading the mail contract revocation, what were you feeling? Um... 
I kept on feeling, you know, how you talked about my past lineages and things and um, how those are patriarchal, mm-hmm. perverted um, societies of patriarchal order that have um, inverted what the actual divine masculine really is. So I kept on feeling like, like by saying those things out, out loud and reading that out loud really did cut my um, my cord, so to speak, with the past of that in the hang up so right. with all that. To and those then, being to those beings who were still creating patriarchal domination in the past with esoteric knowledge and wisdom to protect to you in the future. Right. And and you know, I mean these are people that were at the court of John D and, and so right. forth. So the, the best of the best. I get it. <laughs> that's so, why that's why when you came on I'm like, all right, I gotta pull out the big guns. Yeah. So yeah, I mean you were dealing so when it was kind of and then the part about, you know, because I had a rat because of that lineage and I and my rebellion to that um, and being in love and in Rome, um, I converted to Catholicism and I've been following that. And so when it came to the patriarchal organizations section of all religions that bind and all that, that sort of rings out to me and I had to cut that cord and that was pretty powerful. That's a heavy... I, I, I put I put those in there specifically where you are you are basically there's the line here it's um hold on I'll, I'll actually get to it mm. um, for war male dominated society uh, okay basically when you revoke all all contracts with the incubus and succubus grid that yeah. sets up the four lines of the most powerful part of what this is. Once you eliminate the incubus and succubus grids, you're breaking contracts with your entire citizenship to all representations of kingship, dictatorship, religious monarchies, religious councils, or is it? And then I hereby permanently remove myself from all dream time societies. That right there unravels the entire system of male domination. Right. And female, too. And female, too. Those are going to be your most powerful lines that you want to regularly go back with over the next couple months. You may even want to take this male, dom- this male contract revocation and just use the beginning, which is making it sacred, and then interlace some of your own interpersonal things that you've learned over your own lineage, like family crests. You want to break all contracts, vows, and agreements mm. in all dimensions, time streams, galaxies, and universes with that family crest for exchanging non-beneficial karma with you. You are no longer a bank or a vehicle that houses debt mm. because all future generations to people like your ancestors were just debt holders in the future, have no power to them. Mm-hmm. Okay? There were a handful of your family members in the past that are very beneficial so at some point, you're going to want to create an actual heavily protected ceremony mm-hmm. where you bring in all the power of all the protected beings in some form of, I will say, fire ceremony because you're going to need to burn away the negative projections so that you can once again get in contact with beings in your lineage who are not in competition with you mm-hmm. but are looking to have equal co-creation because they know there's still good in the lineage wow. and they just need someone in the future who believes in the past enough to make an ever-present choice moment now. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Does that mean I have to stop wearing, like, you know, the family crest and on my shirt and all that? No, 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 no. Okay. You're breaking the curses that other ancestors did in unawareness to the rest of the family. 
Right. Okay. All right. Hold on there, and we'll be back after the music. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, Brandon, how you feeling? Uh, feeling a lot better now, Andrew. Thank you. Okay. Yes. So, so I'm going to give you some some things to think about um, before I got to move on to the next caller. Absolutely. So you know, the next three days, in the next month, it's really, really, really important that you do some form of internal colon cleansing or fasting. Have you ever done those before? Yes, I have. Yep. Mm-hmm. When, when's the last time you did that? I uh, would say about a year ago. Um, yeah. Did a whole complete juice juicing fast um, with uh, yeah, no solid foods and, and sort of a fast as well okay. and a silent. It was kind of like a silent thing for. Was well, for you, for you, this next one's not going to be silent. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's going to be getting the traumas out of your body. Okay. Because. The, the things that have been stirring your, your soup of traumas have been disconnected. So the soup is going to not be on the burner anymore, and it's going to come to room temperature and fade back into your subtle reality. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So you've got about a month to purge it out before that pot of stuff fades back into normal body temperature. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's important that you, you really think, you know, what can I do to assist the literally transmutation process of taking what is trauma, converting it into feces, and crapping it out of you. Yeah. And I would even go as far to tell you to make a contract revocation invocation that says exactly that. Okay. Transmuting out of the liver all of the traumas you've took on in the last 20 years, transmuting all of the traumas the physical body and the spiritual body have been taking from remote influencers to transform it into feces and to crap it out each morning. Truly ritualize this process of expelling for yourself. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because I almost um, was going to ask about that, you know. I thought about that even before I, I joined the call. So, yeah, wow. It's, it's, it's time. And one more final thing. Mm-hmm. At some point, you need to recharge your batteries fully mm-hmm. and, and take some unique brand in time off to fully recharge the batteries before you jump headstrong back into the battle. Right, I do. Okay. You can't go back in 50% charged anymore. That's why these remote influencers got to you. You lowered your total power down too much. Mm-hmm. Okay? These guys are, are, are equivalent to Walmart employees. They're not skilled at all. <laughs> okay? It just took you speaking out words on a radio station while someone was protecting you to wave them off like flies. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the rest was a facilitation of the healing energies. So whatever was in the dream world didn't make it upside down and inside out so that the codes could reconnect to you. Mm. All right. So do you have any final questions for me? Um, can we talk again sometime, Andrew? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <all right. laughs> you got my Skype. Awesome. 
right. All right. Thank Brandon, you. you take Thanks. it easy and you have a really good day and you make sure you get out to that to some some water grounds where water's erupting out of the grounds like a hot springs or something. Right. You need that energy. You need that water energy. Going I said I was thinking about that too and I was gonna ask you about that. So yeah. excellent. Yep. We'll do and thank you so Brand- much. You're welcome, Brandon. God it's bless. been an honor an honor for working with you. Take it easy. Take you. Bye. So I'm gonna move on to the next caller. Daniela, are you there? Hi, Andrew. Hi, I'm Daniela. Here. How you doing today? I am doing good, thank you. Okay, I think. <laughs> so, so you've called in before, and I think you you got cut off before. So, so what did you want to talk about today? Well, um, it's something similar, I think, um, as uh, the previous callers. I just wanted to ask your advice, your opinion. Is there anything that I should do spiritually um, to advance myself? Because I do get a lot of uh, spiritual help. I do get a lot of angelic help. But uh, at some levels, I still feel blocked Right, For and myself. all of the blockages, all the blockages you're 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 experiencing are in your feet and in your toes. Some, yes. No, like it's all of them. My, like all of them are, are. No, it's, no, no. It's not. It's actually in your feet and in your toes. Uh, um, several months ago, it looks like you stepped on what I call a spiritual landmine. Basically, it's garbage that people have been building up and building up. And a place where some form of nexus or ley line is gathers all that garbage. And after a while, it turns toxic. And as people walk through it, it just blows up on them. Okay? Now, I know that this has been going on for a while in your life. But the majority, 90% of what you're feeling right now is actually just in your feet and in your toes. And it really isn't even all your energy. Okay. Well, um, I mean, I don't know exactly if that's what uh, you are referring to, but I really had a very down period where um, it was energetically nonsense. Mm -hmm. And after that, I found out I actually I had um, a medical problem that I did not know about. So that was bringing me down. but uh, I think I took, I am taking care of it. So um, I am getting better, actually. But uh, still, um, I do feel some blockages. Again, the blockages are in your feet. So having someone that can do advanced re- reflexology on you and begin okay. to work the energy meridians in the balls of your feet, in the toes themselves. Example. In the big toe alone are are four very, very important pressure points that directly connect to the brain, motivation, and inspiration. And the way the big toe steps inside the shoe also determines the pumping action of cranial fluid through the rest of the femur muscles. And what's going on with you for some time now since you've stepped on that what I call that energetic landmine your actual biomechanics has changed and which is actually changing the normal functions of your of your brain the way it produces and wants energy the blockages specifically in the lung meridian which is to the basically between the big toe and the pointer toe the V spot inside there is your lung meridians it's super super blocked if you were to put your hands on your feet and feel in between the webbing, you would feel that it's very, very tight inside there. That is representing the compression on your spirit walk. 
that means something in your belief system or something that has traumatically happened to you is taking the power away from the feet to truly feel the energy of the earth. This is the fundamentals of your, your disconnected yet connected feeling because your upper body, your upper chakras are fully connected into the angelic world. But your lower chakras, your sacrum and below, aren't fully connected into the ten toes, which are the antennas into the ground of earth. Okay, okay. Um, yes, I did not realize that actually. It's, it's, um, it's very common and so subtle that it can be easily missed. Don't, don't put yourself down for missing this. You called me to find out where the blockages were. Now you can create an agenda that not only removes those blockages, but prevent them from coming back. Yes, yes. Because the way, the way I felt it mostly, um, and also because I am very sensitive to energies, it's I feel it I feel it in my heart mostly. Like, you know, it's something is blocking my heart. I've had also the problems where um I have not been able to work, I have not been been, been able to find job, even though this is correct in itself, but um yes, I mean it's still coming back to the feet. The okay. heart the heart feels the pain of disconnection to the earth. Okay. Okay. So yes. what you can start doing is paying extra special attention from everything from just below the kneecap. Okay. The calves, the Achilles tendons, the balls of your feet, the inside of the arch. Go and get a foot massager that you can put your two feet on. Okay. And make okay. sure you spend uh, 20 minutes a day doing that, you know, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening, or 20 minutes in the evening in the morning, vitally important that, that you start getting advanced levels of circulation to the feet. This will then start opening up the synaptic nerve endings so your, your sciatic nerve can fully connect into the toes, which are your spiritual antennas into the ground, which will pull in the pranic energy of the earth, which is creating the disconnection and heart pain you're feeling. You should be heavily, heavily connected to the earth, and you're not right now. You are spiritually connected, but the physical body is still going through its duality and separation. Yes, yes, yes. And that's what you're trying to ultimately heal, is heal this duality, this separation. So what you will discover is in between, like if you were to put your hand behind your knee, basically one full hand width below your knee into the center of the calf, you're going to discover there's a big muscle right there. And if you poke, poke your finger in there, it's going to be extremely sensitive. That is how your liver and stomach meridian are connected into your feet. So as you begin walking, the feet create a pumping action, which brings, um, brings the rest of the awareness into the feet, which determines hunger values, which determines fuel that's coming in. It's a huge part of the equation of what makes up consciousness. And as you become re reconnected and then interconnected with how the feet are once again in balance with the earth and drawing up the pranic energy, you will notice your, your desire for food changes. Your very desire to have fuel is going to change. And this is where you, not, you need to not fall back into the old habit patterns and start giving the body the food that it needs. 
It's not that you're, re- you're, you're resisting. In this particular moment of healing, the body's going to need a tremendous amount of food. And if you end up putting on five or six pounds, so be it. You can always work it off later because the more work you're going to get through your feet, the more you see your feet as equal in power as your hands, that you can send energy deep into the ground through your feet, through your connected crown chakra that is showing you angelic connection, you will then discover a new level of angelic connection to the earth itself. Is walking, walking, for example, um, for an hour worse helpful? Just walk is simply walking. Walking is fine. I would prefer that you didn't do it in shoes, that if you've got some kind of sandal, ergonomic sandal or moccasins would be far better for you. Okay. Like example, Nike shoes in the 1900s, Nike completely redesigned shoes. So it was not part of our normal mechanical walking process. This is actually greatly affecting you as a soul who had expectations that they wouldn't screw up the shoe industry so much. Okay, okay, I'm gonna get those Nike shoes then. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 sandals, sandal, no, no Nike shoes. Those are very bad for you. You okay. want sandals or some kind of moccasin that that okay. form fits, form fits with preferably no super hard bottom. Okay. And make those your walking shoes, or try to start walking barefoot on grass. You will regenerate your feet way better. You will get more connections into the earth. Okay, okay. I will do that. Okay. And then foot massage. So some of the blockages in your meridians, you know, regular foot massage is important for you. So whether you have your own massager, I would still recommend that you go see somebody that can actually put a lot of pressure on the points to break up the initial chunk energy that's there and then your home foot massager and and foot bath should be able to take care of it okay okay and and if you start noticing that you have cramps in your feet that is that is actually good that means it's starting to come back to life okay great great yes i will do these things yes so what other kind of questions do you want to ask um maybe my other question is um I I am right now I'm in France and I do feel kind of a connection with this country um I I was told I had a past life in France is that true You've had hundreds of past lives in France, Germany, Switzerland, all throughout Europe To say that you are more French oriented via your past life eh, it's kind of equal. In fact, you probably have more lives living in Poland than France, but not by a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I- immigration was very common then. French people lived in Poland, Switzerland. They lived everywhere. So, you know, you have lots of French lineage in you. And I think one of the reasons you're attracted to France itself is because of the way the monolithic stone systems are set up all over the country. Have you had a chance to go and visit any of them, like the fairy stones? No, no, I have not uh, had a chance yet, no. That would be very important for you. And I wouldn't be surprised if within 20 miles of you or 30 kilometers of you are megalithic stones that hardly anybody ever goes and sees anymore. 
I don't even know exactly where they are, actually. Where in France are you right now? I'm in Paris. Okay. So on the Normandy coast in the south, the south of France, all over France are massive megalithic stones all over. All you got to start doing is an internet search. Look for the local parks that still feature these places. Some of them may only be five or six standing stones. Others can be, you know, like the giant fairy stone that's at the south of Lyon, which is like 40 meters tall. Yes. It's huge. Great. You need to start regularly visiting those. You need to take out of your normal life schedule and your hermit schedule and say, I need to start journeying to these places that are 100 kilometers, 50 kilometers, 70 kilometers away from me and begin to put them in my regular dialogue of places that I go visit so that my feet can once again connect to them so I can have a bigger revelation of why I chose France because it's the energy there. You've performed esoteric rituals and practices on thousands of megalithic stones all throughout that region through thousands of lifetimes. So embedded in them is your own energy waiting for you in non-competition to come and claim that energy as making a journey to that place to say, I am connecting to my former selves and allowing the knowledge and wisdom to be downloaded into my cellular memory as non-weaponized information so I can create new energetic changes in this world I live in today. Yes, I, I will do that, yes. Um, I have been trying to figure out for myself exactly what is the connection uh, by being here because I, I can uh, feel the connection, but uh, I did not know exactly what it is. And it's because of those megalithic stones. You help build a lot of them. You will get heavily triggered when you start regularly going to these new places with your feet in a more healed scenario where images will come through the ground, go into your feet, go into your tibia and fibia and activate your third eye and you will begin to have visions in some of these places. In the beginning it will be really short, snippets here and there until you've gone to a handful or a half dozen or dozen places and then it's going to be on like Donkey Kong where it's going to be every time you go to these places you're going to having images and visions from the past trying to help you download into your cellular me memory so you can create an agenda of energy healing here in this world. When was that uh, these stones were created? Thousands of years ago through thousands of lifetimes. It isn't one lifetime. Thousands of lifetimes. You you crafted thousands of lifetimes to make sure you could be a a builder or a or a sacred practitioner in as many sites as possible that we're going to be still living in the ancient future. The ancients knew what what sacred sites were going to survive World War One, World War Two, the Habsburgs and the and the Charlemagnes. They knew which ones were going to survive, mm -hmm. and you made sure you were a part of the ones that survived whether it was building them or doing esoteric rituals or practices at them. Yes, yes. Uh, this is very, very interesting. Um, yes, I do, I do feel myself very connected to spirituality, um, really very, very connected. Um, but as you said, uh, the, I mean, as I know it, uh, and uh, as you said, um, there was a lot of energies that uh, cleared for a few months. So, um, yes, maybe now I will discover that. 
Yeah. <laughs> you got to give yourself the freedom to be able to find these places and go to them and not see yourself as suppressed. I can go next week or next month. You know, here's a metaphor. There are, are families that live next to some of the greatest monuments of the world and yet never go to them. I know plenty of people that live in Britain have never gone to Stonehenge. I know plenty of people that live in, the, in Greece and have never gone to the Acropolis or the Temple of Zeus. Mm -hmm. Don't be one yes. of those people that lives in mm -hmm. an area and never goes and visits these ancient no, sites. No. No, I am definitely not one of these people. I I consciously chose to be here in Europe. I, I moved from the United States and I really wanted to come here to Europe just because I, I, I feel that for me this is very important. It is, because in America there's not the same sites, the same kind of megalithic setups. The grid is totally different. Mm -hmm. Europe is right for you. Yes. No doubt about that. Europe is right for you. Now you got to get those feet out onto the ground and start walking those sacred sites so you can see a bigger picture of why you're there and what you're going to be doing in the future as you create your agenda and create tactics of, of deep connection. Yes, yes. Are there any sites in uh, the UK or in any parts of Europe that I should go and visit? Any of the big ones, the Fairy Stone, south of France, Stonehenge, um, the Tor in Ireland, um, all of the big ones you should go to. And as many of the small ones. And in fact, you will get more information out of the small ones than the big one. Um, Enoch, um, I'm sorry, uh, not Enoch, um, um, not the Tor, just brain fart. Hold on, give me a second here. So, Fairy Stone, south of France, Stonehenge, absolutely for sure. And then there's another megalithic site in Spain. I cannot remember the, the name of it. It's north. It's, an, it's, similar to, it's sim very, very similar to Stonehenge, but it has these bigger standing stones that are um, site stones for specific stars. Okay. Okay. I will, I will look into that. And then as you begin exploring Europe, you can begin to look at the Basegi Mountains in Romania as more of a distant expression. And once you've gotten the majority of your local areas done, then start going a little further and a little further. You know, make them day trips or two-day trips or weekend trips before you start going and take week trips away. Yes, yes, I will do that. So there's one more thing I want to want to address with your, your health. As you begin to work on your feet, um, you're going to notice the rest of your body, your lower back, changes in pre pressure as well as between your shoulder blades. You also hold a tremendous amount of stress about getting job, getting, getting being successful under, under both your left and your right shoulder blade. That is something where you have to, have to start stretching your shoulders and your scapula. So it would be very worthwhile for you to go online and look up yoga or Pilates moves that specifically stretch your left shoulder, your right shoulder, and the scapula, which is the, the bone structure that allows the shoulder to function correctly over the rib cage. 
and there's a variety of muscles that are that are there that really need to be stretched out so you start don't retain stress from a month ago or three months ago and then when you go to do one of your spiritual expressions all that stress is stored under there and you have to work through that stress before you can actually make your sacred moment oh yes 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 Yes, but uh, it is getting it is getting better actually. Um, it's I really feel a lot of the energies are clearing, and it they is are. getting yes. They are. Mm -hmm. They are. And I'm just saying, don't don't slow down now. That's what I'm saying. Don't yes. slow down now. Keep going, and this work is going to pay off a million fold for you. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for the advice, Andrew. You are welcome. So any last questions? We got about a minute or two before the music comes on. Um, do I need to do any cleansing for the body, any detox or anything like that? Would you, would you recommend? I always recommend detox anytime people are trying to break up blockages. So if you're going to get the foot, the reflexologist or somebody that has hands of steel to do truly true, true, true trigger point activation on your feet through reflexology methods, then yes, you're going to need some form of detox. Whether it's a two-week colon cleanse or colonics will be up to you. No three-day cleanses. Those, you are not ready for that. That'll be too much coming out of you too fast. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you are you. so welcome, Daniela. You have a really great day. All right, everybody. Thank this has so been much. another great.